Your spoken image is more than just the words you say. It's how you connect with your audience, how you convey your expertise, and it's how you leave a lasting impression. Hey there, this is April Lokar with Semi-Conventional, and I wanted to talk to you about your spoken image strategy. This is an offer that isn't just about refining your speaking skills. It's about aligning your message with your mission to create a meaningful impact. As part of your spoken image strategy, we start with a personalized strategy call. Your transformation really begins with this one-on-one strategy call where we get clear on your goals. We also align on the spoken image pillars that will streamline your talking points, ensuring every word you speak drives your vision forward. And then we have ongoing support as part of this as well. Your transformation doesn't stop at the end of the call. You'll then get two weeks of unlimited audio messaging support, and that gives you direct guidance from me as you refine and implement your strategy. So whether you have questions, need feedback, or just want to bounce ideas around, I am here to support you seamlessly. If you're an entrepreneur or a professional who has an upcoming speaking engagement or a networking event, if you aspire to be an impactful speaker in your industry, and if you see value in focusing and elevating a specific area of expertise in your business, we need to talk. If you're ready to speak with purpose and passion, book your spoken image strategy session today at semiconventional.com slash spoken image. Now back to the show. Hey there, welcome to February's special interview episode. Today on Her Spoken Image, we get to talk to the amazing Arlen Hamilton. Now, if you have listened to all of the episodes of this podcast, you have heard her name before. Arlen is the founder of Backstage Capital, which is a venture fund that invests in companies with underrepresented founders. Arlen's first book, It's About Damn Time, is amazing, and I definitely recommend you should read it. And in January, she just released Your First Million, which accompanies her live event that she is holding in Los Angeles in April 2024. I highly encourage you to read Your First Million. I listened to the audiobook of it and got through it in a day. So it's really, really amazing. And Arlen also talks about in the interview the YouTube channel that she has that accompanies the whole Your First Million brand. She is as authentic as they come and truly wants to use what she has learned to help others succeed as well. Without further ado, here is my interview with Arlen Hamilton. Welcome to Her Spoken Image. I'm April Lokar, founder of Semi-Conventional and Thought Leadership Consultant. Are you ready to make a greater impact using your unique perspective? I know what it's like to realize you're in the middle of your career and want to create a new path. I've pivoted from school teacher to corporate trainer to entrepreneur with lots of lessons learned along the way. If you want to use your authentic voice to speak up with confidence, you're going to love it here. Each episode, you'll get actionable tips to master public speaking like a pro while honing your spoken image so your message comes through loud and clear. And we'll do all this through a semi-conventional lens that blends a little tradition with a lot of feminist perspective. 
Sound good? Then let's get into it. All right. I have Arlen Hamilton here with me and super excited to talk to you today. So thanks for joining, Arlen. Thanks for having me. Um, we have so many things that we can talk about, but um, today I think we'll focus in on your first million, which is um, a whole brand in and of itself, including a book that you just released. It's amazing. I listened to it all in one day. I like oh, audiobooks. So thank it's you. so fabulous. Um, I definitely recommend it. And um, so if you wouldn't mind, maybe just give the listeners a, a quick overview of, you know, what brought you to your first million, um, which again is the book and your live event that's happening in April, 2024. So um, I will, I'll let you speak all about your first million. Yeah, well, in the in the last less than a decade, maybe nine, eight and a half, nine years, I have gone from being homeless to generating millions in revenue and in income and raising eight figures to invest in other entrepreneurs. And so there's a lot of learnings in that. So there are a lot of, a lot of lear- learnings in that. And um, so I wrote my first book, It's About Damn Time, which I see behind you, which is, I appreciate it. I uh, wrote that first book in 2020, I mean, came out in 2020, which was really good timing for it. I think it helped a lot of people. To this day, I get everyday messages about that book. And so when I had the chance to write the next book, um, because the first book did pretty well, I was given, I, I had a book deal that came through really quickly. And then I was given like carte blanche to write about whatever I wanted. And I thought, you know, one of the main things people ask me is like, how do I get started? How do I get to the point where I have a lot of freedom and I can just make decisions and all the other decisions are like wealthy people decisions, (laughs) you know, (laughs) all the other things. And so I wanted to create this guide as an entrepreneur's guide is what it's called. So it actually is called Your First Million, Why You Don't Have to Be Born into a Legacy of Wealth to Leave One Behind. And it takes you through step by step how I made my first million, um, how you all could make your first million. Um, and then really importantly, the mindset shift that needs to happen for it all to happen. And then the why, like, why are we talking about money? Why is it, is it all like this capitalistic thing or is it all like materialistic? W- what's the point of it? And I really introduced the movement that I'm trying to create. And what I want to do essentially is help create and cult- and cultivate 1,000 new millionaires who represent the demographics of the country better uh, to kind of counter the billionaire narrative. And it's all explained in the book and and why. And then because of that, you know, you, like you said, you listen to it in one day. Um, yeah. You're not going to walk t- tomorrow, make your first million, you know, it, it gets you on the path. And so I wanted to have these other things that helped really get people there because I do, I'm going to track this idea of a thousand millionaires so that it's not just an idea, but it's actual it's not just like the buzzwords. And right. so the couple of ways that I do that is through now I have this, um, I have your first million, the YouTube channel. So I have the podcast, the YouTube channel, really excited about these new videos. So if you go to Arlen's your first million on YouTube, that's the channel name. I think these, I think these videos are probably going to do more than anything else I've done in the last 10 years. If I'm, if I'm going to be so bold to say, I think they're going to impact people in a way that is so, so specific and important and um, big for their lives. 
because I'm really just taking you with me a lot. Like all the things behind closed doors that the conversations that I have that people don't get to see that help me do what I'm doing. Make it like, for instance, I just released, or we recently released one where I'm just sitting and talking while I'm getting my makeup done. And I'm talking to the founders of Ugg Boots and the founder of Casper. Yeah. Mattresses. Casper mattresses did 1 million in their first month and 100 million in their first year. Yeah. And I'm having these conversations like I have with people all the time, but I'm bringing you behind the scenes to it and then giving my takeaways. So I'm really excited about that. And then of course, yes, the, uh, the live event that we can get into, but very excited about the entire thing. Yeah. I, I love everything about the movement that you're creating and the fact that it's not just a book. It's not just an event. Like you said, it is a movement and that yeah. is really what you're focused on. Um, I think so much of, you know, what the audience for this show and, you know, all of the, the people that you really resonate with, um, we all sort of have that deeper meaning behind the things that we want to be doing, right? It's not, oh, I just started my business so I can make some extra cash or, Mm -hmm. oh, I just did this. You know, it's never, I just, right? There's always something behind it. Um, And one of the things I know for you um, in in kind of your background was um, a fear of public speaking. And so um, I would, I would love, especially on her spoken image, I would love you to, um, to, Give just a little insight into how you have grown into using your voice to further your ideas and your brand and all of that. Yeah, I had really bad stage fright until 36. Um, I woke up one day, early 2017, and I said, you know, I've been given all these opportunities to speak at different places. And I, I was just starting my, I was like two years into or less than that. To starting Backstage Capital, which was this such a unique, you know, entity that I'd started. But I was a I, I could talk online, I could talk one on one, I could talk in very small groups, but I couldn't talk. I we, one time I, I was at South by Southwest with thirty people from my portfolio, and I was so nervous talking to them in a group to tell them that we had T-shirts available for them. Right, <laughs> and now I speak to groups up to twenty thousand people. And I just, I'm just realizing that right now I'm having that memory. And so, um, yeah, I just think that, you know, so many people had said, you have to do public speaking. You have to get over it. That's not what you say to somebody who has stage fright. <laughs> right. percent or so of the, of the world has stage fright. So if anybody yeah. has stage fright, you know that somebody just yelling at you and telling you to get over it is not the way. Yeah. But there were different, I woke up one day in 2017 and I realized that I had missed out on the opportunity to speak on the same stage at the same time, almost as one of my business heroes, Richard Branson. I had missed out on the opportunity to receive an award from Start Out, an LGBTQ plus business uh, incubator, because I wouldn't speak and give my acceptance speech. And I watched someone else win the same award that yeah. I was offered. And so I said, you know, what if I, what if I say yes to, and I had re- recently read yet the, I forgot the name of it, but Shonda Rhimes book, A Year of Yes, I think I had recently read that. So I said, what if I said yes to three speaking gigs in 2017 and no matter what I did them. And then if it didn't go well, I could say I really tried. 
leave me alone. <laughs> I tried, it doesn't work. And if it d- does work, maybe it could be something. So I did that, was terrified each time, but did it. And then something clicked. And I, I'll tell you what it was actually. And this can apply to anybody listening who has stage fright or is afraid to speak up in other ways. When I did the very first one with my friend Ania by Black and Brown Founders in San Francisco with maybe 50 people in the room, small room, mics we had, I was so scared. Like I had an out-of-body experience of like, how did I get here? (laughs) But, (laughs) and I was terrified and we were getting right into it and it was being streamed and it was just like a deer in headlights. And then I sat down and I looked into the audience and all I saw were smiling faces and people leaning in to hear what I had to say. Right. And I specifically saw black women looking at me with notebooks. Yeah. Like, I need you, sis. I need your help. I need to hear what you have to say, even if it's it's, through shaky words. And so something happened. I still got scared every time before I went on stage. But when I was speaking, I was like, find one person who you want to get something out of this and do it for them. Yeah. And then over time, that developed to paid speaking. I've now become one of the highest paid speakers in tech and investing, regardless of race or gender. I'm also using it to get my message out to a lot of people across the world. And, and I think it's, I think it's something I talk about it and it's about damn time. Mm-hmm. I talk about it a little bit in your first million. And then I have several podcast episodes about it because I think it's so important for people to find their voice if, if they're struggling with that. Yeah. I, I love how you talk about it in it's about damn time and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to put yourself out there. And that book is not sitting back there for this interview. That is That stays there all the time. So <laughs> that's, that's not just for show. Um, but, uh, but when it comes to, you know, you getting your message out there, and like you said, I think that piece of advice of find one person in the audience that you want to get something out of it, that is, you know, a nugget of gold right there out there for somebody right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so thinking about, the things that you wanted to talk about on stage. And, you know, once you got past the public speaking, you know, jitters, which I mean, we all still get some jitters sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, going out on a stage. Uh, Once you got past all of that, what advice might you have for someone who they know they have something that they want to talk about, but maybe they're not sure like where to start or how to frame their message so that somebody, so that one person will get something out of it. What might you say to somebody like that? I think, you know, I'm not the first to say this, but I definitely, I, it has helped me across um, years and across media, which is create the message that you needed to hear five years ago. Mm. Yeah. Or 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Because everybody, everybody has something to offer in their unique lived experience. Yeah, and I, I meet so many people, especially women, who are just, who just discount themselves right out the gate before anybody else can. They're just like, ah, I'm just a, yeah. you're just a teacher. I just work at a, a company. I just work for someone else. 
Yeah. I just, I met someone recently who has, who has raised $1 billion for venture funds the past decade. Wow. One billion with a B. Yeah. <laughs> and she was saying to me, I've just raised one billion. A lot of my uh, peers have raised more. Wow. I, I, I couldn't. <laughs> I still can't. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe I was hearing that. And she was being sincere. She's yeah. like, compared to my peers, I, I'm, sm- I'm small potatoes. And I'm like, you girl. So you got to think about, you got to think about, there, forget about the small group of people who, yes, may have done more than you have, but what about the millions who haven't? Right. Or the 30 who haven't that yeah. you can help. Imagine if you could help change the lives of 30 people over yeah. the next decade. What an incredible legacy that is. What an incredible life that would be. And yeah. you can. Yeah. You just got to put your message out there, right? <laughs> you, really, you really do. You have to share your you voice. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I I love when you said, uh, you know, I'm just this or I just raised one billion dollars. I it it made me it made me think um, super short anecdote, but it made me think of when my kids would come to me and they're 13 and 10 right now. But they when they were even younger, they would come to me and be like, but I just wanted to do this. You know, that's all that was all their like excuse for something. Yeah, yeah. We made that rule in my house years ago where we said, you're not allowed to start a sentence with I just or I'm just because yeah. nothing good comes after that. <laughs> that's right. For kids is an excuse, but for yeah. us as adults, like to your point, you're discounting something already by saying, I just did this. Yeah. You know? It's like, no, no, no. It must have been big because we're having this conversation, right? You, right. Exactly. You the entire Lego set. <laughs> right. Right in front of the living room. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to your first million, we'll circle kind of back around to that. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the primary, I don't know, reason behind wanting to make it all of these experiences? I know you kind of mentioned like you, you don't want it to just be the book, right? Like I said, mm-hmm. I read the book super quick. It's definitely mm-hmm. going to be on my repeat list of books I reread, yeah. um, which I know you're a big proponent of. Um, I took that advice from you. And so beyond the book, the YouTube channel, I know um, that's going to be huge. The, all of those videos are amazing. And, you know, the live event that's coming up as well, um, you know, w- take take us down that path of all the things that you're creating, looking forward to um, and, yeah. and such. Well, you you asked why the reason I have different ways to consume the information is two is two parts. One part is I think you need more than just one thing to to be a full package to truly help. But the other is a lot of people will buy the book but won't read it at all, or will read only parts of it, or will skip around. Yeah. If you were to really read the book and execute on what I say in the book, you would probably make your first million within a couple of years. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will watch the videos, put me on 2x speed, and catch half of it. Yeah. A lot of people will go to the event, spend half the time in their hotel room, or <laughs> not paying attention or wh- whatever, or not taking advantage of all the pieces to it. Yeah. And if you did those things all the way through, a lot of people are in my Spark program, which I'm actually thinking about renaming to your first million. Um, 
and they'll watch one or two of the or two of the videos. But if they watched every video and executed on it, they would be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. The reason, so that second reason that I have all these different ways to consume is that that goes for me too. I don't do everything I'm supposed to when it comes to one person's advice. I don't read the whole book and then watch everything they do and then go to all of their events and then do all that. But if you have these multiple ways to to interact, the sum of the pieces. Yeah, will start to put to you know start to come together for you, and it's and so if you think about like oh if I actually just went a step further and just did two x the amount I was going to do with this, I'll have two, like ten times the chance of winning here because most people won't. Like most people just the reason most people are not millionaires already is simply because they won't follow through on the things that would create millionaire status for them. Yeah. It's not hard. It's not like an impossible feat. Right. I've done it from, <laughs> from homelessness. It's not, yeah. it's not impossible. It's just you have to do the pieces. It's the reason that all happened for me in my 40s rather than my 30s or my 20s. Because yeah. I didn't focus and stay true to something long enough, deeply enough for it to come to fruition. Yeah. I I love that. And it reminds me, you've said before, right, that, you know, find the thing that you want to talk about for like a decade. Yeah. Uh, And and I I remember that because it's, it's so true. There's so many things that kind of come in, especially if you have that entrepreneurial brain, right, where, oh, I have the next big idea. And there's always Mm -hmm. the next big thing Mm -hmm. that you're thinking of. But I remember your advice of, okay, what do you, what can you talk about like on repeat for 10 years? Because that consistency, like you said, it's not hard. It's just, it's the focus and consistency behind it. People see is they see the people who are really successful financially and they're like, well, they have five different companies. Like Richard Branson has hundreds of companies. Right. Um, Mark Cuban has hundreds of companies he's either invested in or is part of, or as an advisor of. But you have to go back to what made them successful was incredible, like insane focus. Yeah. On one thing, they got really successful and then they had the freedom to make all these different decisions. So I have, for instance, I have two new companies coming out this year that I have founded. Yeah. And, but I spent the last decade working on Backstage Capital. And then I launched a new company in 2021 after seven or so years. Yeah. You couldn't have done those things without like the focus of, I need to make this first thing work and viable. Couldn't have yeah. done that year two, four different companies. None of them would have worked out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think it's it's some of the best advice out there. Um all of your advice is some of the best Thank advice you. out there. Mm-hmm. It's it's very relatable. Um, so bef- before we finish up, I know we just have a, a quick minute here, but um, when it comes to being relatable, I do like to ask people, what do you like to do in your downtime or for fun? What's what's the fun stuff for you other than obviously well, creating the next thousand millionaires? <laughs> I love General Hospital. I love watching General Hospital and watching a lot of TV just in general. I'm yeah. just a big fan of, I love Monk. Monk had a new movie that came out this year yeah. or last year. I love that kind of stuff. So it's super just that. I love yeah. going to concerts. 
Um, big Pink fan, big Janet fan, big fan of just wonderful, beautiful live music. Saw Billie Eilish in, in England uh, uh, a year and a half ago, just was so good. Nice. So I love that. And then my wife makes fun of me because yesterday I had a day off for the first time in a long time because um, I'm on a three-month tour yeah. for my book. And I had a day off at home. And I spent half of it watching uh, Queen Latifah in the Equalizer TV show. And okay. the other half, the other half I was watching um, YouTube courses that I bought about, <laughs> about YouTube, about being yeah. a successful YouTuber. <laughs> and I was just like sitting on the couch and she would walk in every once in a while and it would just be like, and then you got to get your thumbnail well, you know, right. And then, you know, <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be off. And I'm like, this is me off. I love this stuff. I love yeah. learning. I love yeah. learning because I know that I'm going to execute on it. Yeah. I know that I'm going to execute. I don't sit around and, and, and learn for no reason. Yeah. And so to me, it's like anytime I can like level up in that way, that's exciting to me. Um, but yeah, I like that. I, I, I tried to teach myself how to uh, crochet. Didn't work out. I love puzzles, <laughs> but I'm never, I never finished them. So yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like concerts, TV shows. I'm, I'm always, I went to a general hospital fan event in, in at Graceland nice. for my birthday yeah. two years, like a year and a half ago. That's amazing. It's real. It's real. It's deep. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love all of it. It's, it's very, again, very relatable, which I think mm -hmm. is one of the keywords that I associate with you and your brand and everything that you do, because you make things very, um, accessible to everybody mm -hmm. and like we can take those tidbits um and you know going back and re-listening to this interview i'm gonna write down like nine thousand things every time i listen to it because there's there's always something else that you know even if you say the same thing well tomorrow it might hit me different you know and so mm -hmm. so there's always you know always different things that that come about with it um so mm -hmm. um i know we're we're right at time so thank you yeah. so much for joining us. I really appreciate it and um, can't wait to see you at your first million. Yeah, that's going to be amazing in April. So I can't wait to see you and your, and your peeps. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Before you go, thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button, then leave a review so other aspiring thought leaders can find the show and hone their spoken image too. That's it for today. And remember, I'm rooting for you. <laughs>